Welcome to Clutch Time with Mike on the Mic. It's your boy Mike, and I'm back with my mic. It's uh, been a minute since I dropped the episode, but we got to find we got some buildup on sports, so I can talk about what I need to talk about. First things first, want to give a shout out to the Greek freak Giannis Antetokounmpo for winning the NBA championship and winning the Finals MVP by winning four straight against the Phoenix Suns. Um, the man was dominant. He dropped a fifty piece in Game Six. Ain't seen nothing like that in years. Um, he was dominant. He was dominant. And uh, it begs the question that came to a lot of people's minds, and I even asked in one of my group chats. Um, Chris Paul, to me, in my mind, is a top five point guard of all time. Um, but after that poor showing in the finals, does he drop or does he stay where he's at? For me, for point guards, I got Magic Johnson ranked first. I got Isaiah Thomas ranked two. I got Steph Curry ranked three. I got Oscar Robinson ranked four. And I got Chris Paul ranked five. Now, him losing in the finals, is is that going to drop him out of my top five? I will say no, it won't. Will it ding his legacy overall? Yeah, it will because he went to the finals and he lost. And we know how, you know, the media loves to put finals losses on players and act like they can't be great if they lost in the finals. But – I mean, that's here nor there. I still got love for Chris Paul. He just didn't do what I thought he was going to do. Granted, I know he's a miniaturized point guard, but the Chris Paul that I saw in game six against the Clippers and game one against the Bucks was not the Chris Paul that I saw the last five games. And truth be told, the series, you know, I know they say one one play doesn't make or break a series, but literally in game four where Chris Paul turned the ball over with like a minute left, that really turned the series. They could have went up 3-1 going back home to close out versus going back 2-2 and then end up losing four straight. And because, you know, the momentum was all on the Bucks side that, you know, ultimately doomed the Suns. And for whatever reason, I don't know why the Suns thought that it was okay to play Giannis one-on-one. You can't let no great player play one-on-one. You got to send a double team at some point. Make him make him beat you some other way. He's not the greatest passer in the world. Make him beat you with his passing. Make him beat you some other way. But letting him play one-on-one led, you know, led to the 50-point game he had in game six. So I blame the coach for that. Um, and I know I said this multiple times throughout the playoffs, watching how cold Devin Booker was. But Devin Booker gave back-to-back 40-point games, and Devin Booker had a coming-out party to show why he's a superstar in this league. Granted, he played in Phoenix, and they weren't winning or nothing, but when Chris Paul got there, he took the next step. And the one thing I don't want to hear is don't compare that man to Kobe Bryant ever again. I know he said don't compare me to Kobe because he feels like that's an insult to Kobe. And we know how a lot of players feel about Kobe. We know how a lot of people feel about Kobe. Rest in peace, Mamba. Um, But I just know that, you know, as much as I dislike Kobe, if that had been Kobe in the finals, Kobe would have went down shooting. Uh, Devin Booker, for whatever reason, he didn't look like he was in it in game six. Not like he was game four and game five. He didn't look like he was in it game six. And I hate for him at the end of game five to have a chance to tie the game. You go down and get tied up. And Drew Holiday steals the ball and then the alley oop to Giannis on the other end. So, you know, that sucks to go out like that. But it happens. It happens to the best of them. Um, but, again, congratulations to the Milwaukee Bucks. First championship in 50-plus years. 
They haven't won a championship since a guy named Luau Cinder played there. And if you don't know who Luau Cinder is, go Google it. He's better known today as Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Um, but, you know, congrats to them. First championship in 50 years. Congrats to the Greek Freak to get that monkey off your back early in your career. Because them playoff exits were starting to starting to weigh, were starting to change people's perceptions of what Giannis was. And let's be honest. Let me be fair here. Um, going into next year, if Giannis wants to say he's the best player in the league, he can say that. He's a two-time MVP, a defensive player of the year. He's an NBA champion now, and he's got a finals MVP. And he beat Kevin Durant on the way to go into those finals. So if he wants to say he's the best player in the league and and do not say it's LeBron, that's that's fine with me. I'm not you're not gonna hear too much out of me because you know LeBron got hurt and you could tell LeBron is slowing down. He's in year 19. He's taking a lot more jumpers than he ever has in his career. He not doesn't drop to the basket as much and you can see he gets tired faster. I mean the man's about to be 37. But shout-out to Giannis. It might be his league now because I don't see anybody stopping the Bucks in the East unless the Nets can stay healthy. But I don't trust a, a Kevin Durant and a Kyrie Irving-led team because they're both some divas, so who knows. But shout-out to Giannis. Shout-out to the Bucks. Shout-out to another great NBA season. Now we're in this, this sad season where it's nothing but baseball on TV. Um, I need some football in my life. But I want to play y'all a clip because I hope y'all didn't think I wasn't going to talk about Kevin Durant. But let me, I want to play y'all a clip and we're going to start this over. This is from 2013 on First Take. This is Stephen A. Smith talking. And the True Hoop Network has listed its top five players in the NBA. No surprise, LeBron James is at one, Kevin Durant at two, Chris Paul three, James Harden four, and fifth is Russell Westbrook. We're putting ESPN.com on the hook. We ask this question. Stephen A. Smith, you have a lot of information on this. Does Kevin Durant belong at the two spot? Yes, he does. Thought about it long and hard. Okay. Um, I think here's the bottom line. Here's the biggest problem with Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is playing around the same time as LeBron James. It's almost a shame. I had the pleasure of speaking with former, uh, you know. All right, I'm going to stop the clip right there. Stephen A. Smith said it best. Is Kevin Durant the best player in the league today? And the answer to me is still no, because as much as people ridicule LeBron for running through the East and him, you know, not winning, he went out West, got hurt his first year, won a championship the second year, got hurt again this year. Kevin Durant's first year out East, Second round, game seven, and he blew it. My man shot an air ball to lose the game. And had that been any other superstar, they would have crushed him on social media, but we know how sensitive Kevin Durant is. So they didn't go too bad at him about him shooting an air ball. But in my opinion, excuse me, in my opinion, if you're that guy, then in the game seven, you don't shoot an air ball to, to lose the game if you're that guy. But like I've been saying since Kevin Durant left Oklahoma City and went to Golden State, he's proven he's not that guy. If you had to go to Golden State to team up with a former MVP, a former unanimous MVP of Steph, Clay, and Dre, a team that won 73 games before you got there and 
was down 3-1 to your team and came back and won, then that shows me a lot about your character. Um, that shows me a lot about what you think of, of yourself. Yeah, you want to be that guy. You want to be recognized as the best player in the world. But um, as I just said, uh, if I had to rank the top three NBA players right now, I would say Giannis one, two, LeBron James, and I'd rank Kevin Durant third because on his best day, Kevin Durant is not better than LeBron James. That might be bias or that might be just me talking as a LeBron fan. But, you know, my honest opinion, a game seven at home against, you know, a team with, with an upstart superstar, LeBron's not losing that. LeBron would have found a way to close that out. As we've seen, LeBron hasn't lost a game seven since, like, his second year in the league or third year in the league, excuse me. So I'm not trying to hear these excuses for Kevin Durant. My man's, you know, he want everybody to recognize him as the best player in basketball. If you're the best player in basketball and they claim that the East is so weak, then you should have ran through the East and made it to the playoff or made it to the finals. You had Kyrie Irving and James Harden. And yes, Kyrie Irving got hurt. And yes, James Harden got hurt. But James Harden was still out there. And James Harden, again, showed us why he's not a playoff performer. Granted, he might have been on one leg. But if you're out there, then it lets me know you're healthy enough to play. So I expect, you know, if you're that guy, if you claim you're that guy, then I expect for you to perform as you're that guy. And neither one of them did. Now, Kevin Durant had that all-world performance in game six with the triple-double. Uh, it's not like I haven't seen that before from some other guy named LeBron James. But I'm just saying, you know, you guys, with the media, the NBA world was going crazy over the triple-double that Kevin Durant had. And then in game seven, nobody wanted to, nobody wanted to pour on the criticism of, of Kevin Durant and them losing uh, game seven at home and him shooting the air ball in game seven to close out the game. And it reminds me, I posted the clip, you know, a day after that game happened. It reminds me of when Carlson stole the ball from Will and shot that air ball in Fresh Prince. That's what it reminded me of. So um, you get some love from me, KD. I ain't got too much else to say about it. You know, you had your chance to, to take it, you know, take the throne. LeBron was out. It was Kevin Durant's world. Everybody was expecting Brooklyn to win. And he came up short. If you're the best player in the world, I've seen LeBron take, you know, some 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 mops and some brooms to the finals. That 2007 squad and that 2018 squad that he drugged to the finals were terrible. If he can get them to the finals, then Kevin Durant, if you're that guy and you're seasoned, like you're you're not a baby. You've been in the league. You've won an MVP. You've won two titles. You should have been able to carry that next team to the finals. But unfortunately, you couldn't. You ran into the Greek freak and you blew it. I ain't got too much else to say about it. Like I said, um, Kevin Durant, shamefully, as good as he is, like I said, is playing around the same time as LeBron James, as Stephen A said. And nobody in their right mind is about to sit here and tell me that Kevin Durant is a better player than LeBron James. You might say he's a better scorer, but that's all you can give me. And even though they same they score the same amount of points per game, LeBron's a better rebounder, better passer, better defender, better overall player than Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is doing what he did this year in the playoffs is what LeBron's been doing for the last decade. So it's levels to this, man. It's levels to this. 
you know, KD will go down as a top 15 player of all time. I don't think he'll crack the top 10. He's got to get a better resume to crack the top 10. Um, <clears throat> LeBron James, to me, is the best player to ever play. So, you know, like I said, it's loveless to this. It's loveless to where we're at. And my boy Fox asked a good question on Facebook that I didn't agree with. And then, you know, people were going off in the comments. He said, is Kevin Durant, has, you know, we're talking about is Kevin Durant better than LeBron. He asked the question, was Kevin Durant even better than Kobe yet? And I would say he's not better than Kobe. Kobe, for all the the, the criticism that I've given Kobe and the, the mess that I've talked about Kobe, um, I know Kobe in the game seven wouldn't have shot an air ball to end the game. He probably would have hit it because Kobe, as we are good and well know, is the best bad shot taker and maker I've ever seen. He takes some of the worst shots and make them. So do I think Kobe would have shot that three and made it? Yeah, I do think so. And Kobe, for all his, you know, shooting the ball as, as many times as possible, I mean, his last game he shot 50 times. He scored 60 points, but he shot 50 times. And the year he won the MVP, he shot the ball 27 times a game. Or not the, the year he won MVP, excuse me. The year he averaged 35 a game, he shot the ball 27 times a game. So, I mean, if you're shooting the ball 27 times a game, I would expect you to average 35 points a game if you're that lethal of a score. So, uh, for me, Kevin Durant hasn't passed Kobe. Kevin Durant is in that range of, like, he could be in the top ten, but he's not there. And basically, you could put that on him. He's had so many flameouts in the playoffs, and, you know, a lot of people don't put no respect on them two rings he won because he won them with Golden State. Uh, the question was asked this morning, uh, is Giannis one ring more valuable than KD's two rings because of what Giannis had to go through? And to be honest, I would have to agree it probably is because Giannis did it basically with no super team. Granted, Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday are all-stars, but they're not – as Kendrick Perkins said, they're not name players. They're not. It's not LeBron, D. Wade, and Chris Bosh. It's Giannis, Drew Holiday, and Chris Middleton. You know, you wouldn't. Chris Middleton might go last in the back, Jimmy Pember, um, to be honest. And we all know Drew Holiday is a great defender, but you know, Drew Holiday made an All Star team a few times, but nobody in their right mind is about to put Drew Holiday as a top five point guard in the league or anything like that. So. Giannis really, I'm not going to say he did it by himself, but he did it with a regular team. He was the best player on that team, the sole superstar on that team, and he won in this super team era. Um, so you got to give it up to him. You got to give it, give it up to him that way. And uh, Kevin Durant, like I said, for the first time in a long time, people were calling Kevin Durant the best player in the league, and then he lost in the second round of the playoffs. I'm just saying, had there been somebody else that lost in the second round of the playoffs, they'd still be talking about it today because that's what, you know, is expected for LeBron to go to the finals and win every year. As we've seen, my man went to the finals nine out of ten years, which is insane to think of, you know, two to three different franchises. He went to the finals nine out of ten years. Four straight in Miami, four straight in Cleveland, and he went to one with the Lakers, and he's been with the Lakers for three years now. Unheard of, unheard of. But, I mean, you know, too bad for KD. I don't feel bad for you. I'm sure if Kevin Durant heard this podcast, he'd make some ghost tweets. 
from his burner account about how bad the podcast is because we're talking junk about him. But, I mean, that's life. That's life. Everybody can't get what they want. Kevin Durant will go down as one of the best to ever play, but people are always going to say, but he wasn't better than LeBron, though. I'm sure there's a lot of other players that have to deal with that. But, you know, for Kevin Durant with such thin skin, you know, that's probably going to eat him up the rest of his life. But, um, you know, that's it for the first segment of the podcast. We'll be back with more uh, after this break. Um, I'm going to talk about my Tennessee Titans getting Julio Jones and just tell you what I've been up to the last few months, really. All right, so we're back with another uh, segment. Um, let me go ahead and get this out of the way because I know we're getting close. You know, July will be over in a blink of an eye. Once August gets here, that means it's officially football season, training camp, preseason games, all of that. Um, let me just say that there are 32 teams in the NFL, and 31 of them teams suck. The only team that's good is the Tennessee Titans. Y'all know I'm a Titans fan, so the rest of the teams can kick rocks. And for once – I feel optimistic about our season because we literally arguably have the best wide receiver in football and we have the best running back in football on our offense. The only thing I got to see is how uh, how A.J. Brown is going to adjust to being a number two receiver now that Julio's there and what Derrick Henry is going to feel like with reduced touches since Julio's there. We got Julio Jones as a wide receiver, so now we got one of the best receiving cores in football. And for those of y'all who haven't seen A.J. Brown, make sure you go watch him. It's a bad boy to be just a rookie. Well, uh, to have been a rookie and then to uh, believe this is the second year in the league, and we all know what Julio is. You could arguably rank Julio as a top five receiver of all time if you wanted to. If you really wanted to have that debate, you probably could. Um if you wanted to put him in the top five, definitely top 10, arguably top five. Um, I definitely, I definitely expect big things from my Titans this year. And this will be the first year that they have a 17 game season instead of 16. So I will go out a limb and say my Titans will be 12 and five. I think 12 and five. I haven't even looked at their schedule, but, um, I definitely think they'll be 12 and 5. Matter of fact, while we're sitting here, let me pull it up. Let's see. Let's see what the 2021 schedule looking like. Um, the preseason, we got the Titans and the Falcons, the Titans and the Bucks, Bears, Cardinals, Seahawks, Colts, which is crazy that they're going to play the Colts in the preseason when they're a division foe, but whatever. Um, preseason, preseason. These games... Let's see. We play week one. This is a preseason game, isn't it?
My bad, y'all. I probably should have pulled this up. So right now we've got I got the Titans going twelve and five and based off their uh regular or here we go. So I had a mistaken. The priest they only got three preseason games and then seventeen game season. So they open the season versus the Arizona. I feel that's a dub. Um we go to Seattle. I can see us losing that game. It's always tough playing in Seattle. I feel like we'll beat Indy, so that's two and one. We'll beat New York, that's three and one. We'll beat Jacksonville, that's four and one. Um, Buffalo is a Monday night game. It looks like uh, we smashed Buffalo last year, so I think we'll do the same this year. So that's five and one. Yeah, five and one. Um, we play Kansas City the next week. I can see us losing to Kansas City, so five and two. Then we play Indy again. I feel like we'll sweep Indy. So six and two, uh, we play Los Angeles. The Rams, I feel we can beat the Rams. That's a Sunday night game. So that's seven and two. We play the Saints. I can see us losing to the Saints. Uh, so that's seven and three. Um, we will beat Houston. Then we play at New England. We'll beat New England. We'll beat Jacksonville again. We're going to beat Pittsburgh this year. We should have beat them last year. Um, We'll beat San Fran, we'll beat Miami, and we'll beat Houston in the last game of the season. So I, I lied. Uh, I see us going 13-4 then instead of 12-5. and five. But if we go 13-4, that, that should be good for at least one of the top seeds in the AFC. So I see us being dominant this year on offense. As long as our defense is, is somewhat decent, I don't like some of the moves we made, but as long as our defense is somewhat decent this year, I can see us going 13-4. and four. Um and I definitely want to get to a, a Titans game. I would drive to Nashville if I got to just to go. Um, I went to Tennessee for the first time this year uh, for a car meet, so that was pretty dope. I'd love to go to a Titans game just to experience how it is. Um, so I could definitely see myself doing that sometime this year. Um, but like I said, I got my Titans – I told my boy Brandon today at work because I sent messages to Brandon, Tori, and Alex just to let them know that the Ravens and the Cowboys suck because Tori and Alex are Cowboys fans and Brandon's a Ravens fan. So I let them know that them teams suck and my Titans are going to the Super Bowl. Um, will I say that my Titans are going to the Super Bowl? I'm hype about their season, but I won't go that far. I gotta, I actually got to see them play before I make that that uh, that vote of the declaration. Right now, to me, the Super Bowl this year will be a rematch of the slasher Super Bowl. It's looking like Kansas City versus the Bucks again. I want Tom Brady to retire. I'm tired of him winning. Um, but we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um, hopefully, hopefully uh, this year my Titans defense can step up, and I hope that um, – as good as uh, Ryan Tannehill looked last year, I hope he can look even better. And now he's got more weapons. 
I don't like that we didn't re-sign Jonu Smith at tight end because he was definitely a playmaker. And um, I feel like we've gotten worse in the secondary. But hopefully we can shore that up. You know, hopefully our front seven can get better. Um, you know, being a Titans fan is hard, man. You It's hard to get your hopes up because you just know that when you think they're going to put it all together, they don't. But hopefully this year they can change it around, change the perception, and get them a division title because uh, I don't see anybody in the division stepping up. Uh, I feel bad for Deshaun Washington still stuck in Houston. And uh, I don't care that the Colts got Carson Wentz. I think he's a mental head case, so I don't I don't see them going anywhere. And I hate it for Trevor Lawrence being stuck down there in Jacksonville. Regardless if they got Urban Meyer or not, Urban Meyer is a great college coach, but we've seen time and time again great college coaches don't make great NFL coaches and vice versa. So we'll see if Urban Meyer can bring his magic to the, to the Jaguars or not. Um, I mean, he's got a good quarterback to do what I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be a good one, but we got to wait to see. We'll see if he can bring Jacksonville back from the dead. Um, outside of that, you know, like I said, there's 32 teams in the NFL. 31 of them teams suck. The best team in the in the league resides in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, I'm a Titans fan until the day I die. Um. You know, I expect us to do big things this year. We still got the best running back in football. And one thing about me is I learned how to play football. And the coaches that I played up under, you run the football, you throw later, run the ball. So we got the perfect player to run the ball. He got his money. He didn't slack off. He got his money and then ran for a 2,000-yard season. So I expect more big things from Mr. Henry. And Julio still got something left in the tank. I still think he's probably the best receiver in football, arguably. If you want to argue with about who's number one, that's fine. But Julio still puts up numbers. Um, so I expect I expect Julio to come to Tennessee and change life, man, him and A.J. Brown and Derrick Henry. And I hope Ryan Tannehill continues to play as good as he has since he's gotten to Tennessee. I don't need that Miami Ryan Tannehill because he was, he was a tragedy. But we'll see, man. We'll see what we're looking like when the football season rolls around. You heard it here first. The Titans are going 13-4, and we're going to bust everybody's tail in the league, number one offense in the league this year. I think Kansas City going to take a step back. I think they finally learned you can't just – you can't score on everybody if, if if the defense is locked in. You've seen what happened in that Super Bowl. Just like all great quarterbacks, if you rush the passer enough – um, they'll turn back into regular people. They rushed Patrick Mahomes, and he looked like a real regular guy. So, um, you know, like I said, I won't say my Titans are going to make the Super Bowl because I, I don't want to be that guy, but I expect us to go far, at least to the AFC Championship game. If we lose in the championship game to the Chiefs, I won't be mad. I won't be as upset because they've got probably the best player in football right now, Patrick Mahomes. I say probably because Aaron Rodgers is still playing. Aaron Rodgers just won another MVP. Aaron Rodgers is a bad boy. Um, so we'll see, man. We'll see. But go Tennessee.